Good morning, everyone. My name is Father Patrick Hyde. I'm a Dominican priest. I'm here leading the retreat for the sisters this week. I'm the pastor of the Newman Center at Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, but I grew up in St. Clement Parish, just the next parish over from here, so it's good to be home. A few weeks ago, my Dominican province gathered in our chapter, which happens every four years. And one of the brothers in the chapter I had not really gotten to know very well because when I was in formation, he was living in Rome. He lived in Rome for about 15 years. And he was telling me about his upbringing. His father was in the military, and he grew up in the late 1950s and early 1960s on a military base in Fairbanks, Alaska. And because of that, they spent every day preparing for and in fear of a Russian invasion. He still says to this day that every day at school, they would say to each other, better dead than red. They were prepared. They were ready, but they were constantly afraid. Every single day, they were afraid that that was the day that war was going to break out. That was a fear of a certain age. I work on a college campus, and I think it's safe to say that most of our young people are not afraid that the United States will be invaded by a foreign adversary anytime soon, but they are nonetheless afraid. Our young people, many of them, are afraid of being alone, being left out, or being accused of something against which they cannot defend on social media. Though they won't admit it, many of them live crippled by fear. It's a different type of fear, but it's fear nonetheless. Every age has its fear, not only in terms of every age of the world, but in every age of our lives. As children, we were afraid of certain things, of riding a bicycle, perhaps, without training wheels. As we grew older, we were afraid of the various relationships and how those would work out. As we started to settle into our lives, into our vocations, there were still other fears. A few years ago, my father was visiting me at our retirement community in Chicago, and I was going around the room and telling, you know, Father so-and-so's 92, Father so-and-so's 88, Father such-and-such is 84. And I go, I guess I, I don't really know why all these men live so long. And my dad said to me without hesitation, I can tell you why. They've never had to pay insurance or worry about tuition. They've never had to worry about those things and to be afraid of those things that I was with all of my kids every single day. As we get older, the fears change as well. We fear about our legacy. We fear the judgment of God. Fear is a part of our life. Fear is also an excellent motivator. Fear motivates us in so many ways. But fear destroys us. Jesus, in his great command to us today, tells us very clearly, do not be afraid. Yes, we are entitled to our emotions, and yes, we should worry about certain things, but we should not fear God's love for us. We should not fear his plan for us. We should not fear that we are saved, that we are loved, and that Christ provides for each and every one of us all that we need to do his will, to be a saint, and to be with him forever in heaven. Fear is not powerful. When we look at it, 
through the eyes of God. Yes, fear is all around us, as it was the prophet Jeremiah. But as we heard from St. Paul, if sin entered the world, how much greater are we for having received the gift of Jesus Christ? Yes, all those things are still true. They are all around us. But what is ultimately true, the truth that will never die, is that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. And we have nothing to fear. We are called to live in the freedom of the children of God. How beautiful it was, I wasn't even alive, but when Pope John Paul II, who had come from a communist country, was elected, and he stood on the balcony of St. Peter's, and what did he say to the world? Be not afraid. No matter what the world throws at us, no matter our ailments, no matter our difficulties in life, we have a friend in Christ Jesus who offers us the assurance and the guarantee that whatever we do, if we remain faithful to him, if we remain in a state of grace, will work unto the good for all of his children. Because his love for us is so great that he numbers the hairs of our head. And for those of us, especially me, at this stage in my life, those are becoming fewer and fewer. But God numbers even the ones that have fallen out and haven't come back. That's the love that God has for us. So why be afraid of those changes? Why be afraid of those difficulties? Because God has given us what we need, gives us what we need, and will continue to give us what we need. And so today we are encouraged by our Lord, and I want to encourage us to to live in in three things. To live in, in three things here. Pray with confidence. So often in our lives, especially our moral lives, We see the sins that are before us. We see how we fall repeatedly into the same traps of our sinfulness and of the evil one. And we think to ourselves, we convince ourselves of the ugly narrative that I will never overcome this. But to pray without fear is to pray with confidence. And so often in my ministry to college students, our ministry there at Indiana University, it's helping these young people pray with the confidence that God will free me from this burden. Do we pray with that confidence? Do we believe that God desires to free us? There is one place to start, and it is on our knees. It is in prayer. It is in the silence of our hearts. To pray, Lord, I know that this is in front of me. I know that these challenges are real, but I know that you will help me overcome them. I know that you will lead me to a better place. Not only should we pray with confidence, but we should Act and speak courageously. We should follow Jesus with all of our hearts. Pray with the confidence of being unafraid, but also follow him. To choose the better path. To choose the path of love. To choose to serve. To choose the kind word over the cutting word. To choose hope over fear. To act with confidence in ways little and great alike. So often we think of the acts of faith as those of the martyrs, and those are truly heroic acts. But we are each called to a martyrdom every single day. When we act with that confidence, it sets the world on fire with God's love. One of the priests with whom I live in, in Bloomington, Indiana, was a missionary in Nigeria for 57 years. And the first 20 years of his time in Nigeria, he was in the north, which is now overrun with Muslim jihadists. And when it was getting bad up there, he happened to stop in Rome on his way home to visit his family once. 
and he went to the tomb of St. Lawrence, the martyr, the deacon. And he asked the Lord for the grace of martyrdom, if that was to be his cause, to offer his life freely for Christ and his church. And he said he was praying there before the relics of St. Lawrence, and God said to him, Father, just keep the vows. That's your martyrdom. We don't get to choose what's in front of us or what comes to us, but we can choose each and every day how we approach that, to approach and to act with confidence. And the last thing, and this is from the very end of the gospel today, Jesus says, everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. Share your faith. Talk with other people about the freedom that you have experienced from Jesus. I'm a Dominican. Our, our, our formal title is the Order of Preachers. And we don't hold a particular claim on preaching the gospel, but we are called in everything we do to share, to proclaim, to preach the freedom and the love and the joy that comes from knowing God's love, of being touched by God's love, and the joy that we can then share with other people. And so I want to encourage each and every one of you today to be a preacher of God's grace, to be a preacher of the freedom that comes from choosing to live in hope and not choosing to be conquered by fear. Fear is all around us, but we are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are one with Christ Jesus. He offers us himself today. Why? So that he might overcome the world in us. Brothers and sisters, do not be afraid.